trapped in my own mind Numb to the pain so I went blind I'm feeling like I'm never gonna get signed A diamond in the rough, we just try and shine No favors, I ain't in the quit, bro My sides rotate like I'm a schizo I'm buzzing the front gate, a lunch date Open the floodgates, just fate I'm on the front page, it must take Yeah, I'm about to put us on a map Baltimore driven, got a sharpie on the strap Walk up in the venue like a party in a trap With a chip on my back, cause they said I couldn't rap I said I'm about to snap, it's obvious with some caps This ain't my life, I ain't thinking of relapse So, I'm paving my own way like Border Patrol Possessing his talents like water and gold Whoa, cause this here's that coronacation Straight out of And I use this time for motivation All day Did you or did you just stay drunk? You can answer that in your own head, I don't need to know They putting me up on a big screen First class tickets in the bank Hop up in the whip with Jap Neat This called the cushion, dumb dang I'm rolling at an eighth in a big joint My mind numb, living off a of Bitcoin This baseball money got me feeling like a rich boy Throwing G's with the pitch stick with the pinpoint Tied, I'm drained and I'm beat Like haters, I've gained off a tweet Now they calling me prodigy, quite possibly prophecy Got them hating my modesty, let's rise the economy Keep it constantly quality like you're grading a comedy It's constantly rock through aggravated hypocrisy All these big words make my fucking head hurt And I'm flowing when I sleep, there's no effort, nah, cause this here's that coronacation, and I use this time for a motivation, did you or did you just stay drunk, you can answer that in your own head, I don't need to know, Baltimore, Maryland, how y'all feeling tonight, turn up and make some noise, you rockin' with, double G, straight out of coronacation, album three, release coronacation from the album straight out of coronacation with double g and this is the fourth episode of season two of bearded wholesome and all things baltimore i'm matt trigger and with me today is my man double g he's the first two-time guest what's up double g how you feeling man good man what's up with you glad to be back thank you for coming back you're the first two-time guest of the show you were one of the first people to come on the show last season uh, that was out of the Baltimore hip-hop genre. And I thank you for taking some time today. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. So I know the last episode that we had, we touched a little bit on um, the medical mar- the medical marijuana field and that you work in it. How's everything going with that right now? Good, man. Business is booming multiple ways. Everything's great. Um, a lot more people are signing up. Uh, there's a lot more growers that are going to be starting, you know, getting into place and, and processors that are um, just uh, that were awarded new licenses. And um, man, business is booming. I'm looking forward to become recreational within the next year or two, which is really exciting for Maryland in, in, in general. That's good. Are the, are the growers going to be out of Maryland? Yeah, so all the um, all the growers in the state right now, um, in the medical cannabis uh, here in Maryland, are all based out of Maryland. It's um, it's actually uh, illegal for any of the um, the growers to cross state lines with product, so it, everything has to stay in Maryland. So you have been busy during this coronavirus um, pandemic, and you came out with a whole new album called Straight Out of Coronacation. You just filmed your first music video for the album. Yeah, um, so the first music video for the album was released back in um, April. It was uh, with that song Roll One that we touched on a little bit in the first interview. Um, the song with the the cannabis company, uh, Calta, that was the first one. Um, the, the second music video we released for it um, was my third single off it called 5AM. We released it in May. And uh, that was the second music video. That was real fun. We recorded that down at a studio in um, Bethesda called Blue Room. 
And um, my videographer put a whole bunch of special effects on it, made me like twisting around in a chair. My legs were uh, just lagging on the screen and a mini me smoking weed on the table in, uh, in the studio. It's pretty cool. Yeah, man, I, I got a chance to watch the video when you released it. Yeah, hell yeah. That was a fun one, man. Shout out CD's Visions. Killed that shit. That's good, man. <laughs> Keeping everything local and in-house with, you know, filming down in Bethesda. What was that like? Or how long did that uh, whole video process take? Was it a couple of days? Uh, 5 a.m. We shot it in like an hour and a half, two hours. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, and then I'm, and then my guy took a couple weeks to edit it, put it together. We released it uh, like a week later after the single dropped on Spotify and Apple Music and everything like that. How's your streaming going? Good, man. Everything's going well. Um, to be honest with you, I haven't really focused too much on the streaming platforms this year. Just really been focusing on the visuals more so. My YouTube, trying to you know build that up, get more subscribers, more views and be able to monetize my videos. That's a real big goal of mine this year. So um, yeah, I mean, streaming is going well, but the videos is kind of where my attention's at right now. That's good, man. And uh, I noticed that you're back on tour. Yeah, man, um, definitely uh, definitely booking shows. Just had a show uh, a couple weeks ago in Howard County at the, um, the Howard County Fairgrounds for the Wisdom Court Summer Jam. It was real live, man. It was a showcase of about 15, 16 different local artists. Brought one hell of a crowd. It was uh, it was actually my first outdoor show I've ever done, so it was pretty cool. Pretty cool to have a lot of my fans there. What was the differences performing outside as opposed to performing inside? Um, it was much hotter outside, but like you know, humidity. Uh, it was like almost uh, I don't say like 92 degrees, but with humidity, it was close to 100. It was pretty hot, but luckily there was a lot of trees around, so it was a shaded area. Um, but I mean, the, the one, the one positive for me is everybody was smoking weed. So that was a real fun time for me, real fun time for a lot of people that came out for me. And, uh, yeah, a lot of my fans definitely like to smoke some weed. Where, where are you uh, heading next to the tour? I know that you've got some dates coming up. Uh, yeah, some, some local dates. I I'm, haven't dropped them yet, so I'm not going to drop them yet if that's cool with you but um just 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 a whole bunch of just local scene um different um venues around the area around baltimore city pretty much that's good though i'm i'm, I'm glad that you're back on tour and i'm glad that we're kind of getting back to a little bit of a normal semblance of life even though COVID's kind of on the rise with this new variant and all that um is that yeah, delaying, is that delaying making any announcements on your ticket sales and your ticket releases for performances? It is, man, because I'm in the process of booking my first headlining show. And that's really where my, my my main goal is right now. And a lot of these venues that I want to book this particular show at have restrictions where it's like they have to be vaccinated. People have to be vaccinated or they have to show a negative COVID test within the last 72 hours. And I know a lot of people necessarily aren't going to take the time out of their day, go get a COVID test, just come to a show. So that is kind of a big hurdle that we're trying to overcome right now. But just as, as far as just the local shows that I've coming up, it's, I'm, I'm really excited for that. Damn sure. I remember the last time we talked, you said that you pretty much made a whole album and then you pretty much cut everything onto the production room floor and started from scratch. And yeah. that's, is that where Straight Outta Communication came from? Yeah. Yep, it was about it was around last August is when that happened when I stopped recording that other album and then I just focused on this one as when I met that guy Balloon Beats from Boston, Massachusetts, linked up with him, made a bunch of songs with him and then picked ten of them, put them on this project and 
it's kind of where that went. How many songs did you make for the album? Uh, about 15 total. I uh, cut about five of them off. But like I said, the, the 10 that I that I left on there were the 10 that I felt that most vibe together. Most were like a story that kind of like told a story. Like one of my social media posts that I posted, I think it was on Instagram. I said that um, every single one of my actual tracks in order, when you look at my track list down in order, it tells a story in its own right inside the album story. So like that's something that I really wanted to do. And like I'm a very artistic, creative person. So there's many levels to my art, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. So where do you pull your inspiration from? Everything. Life. I'm pulling inspiration from this podcast right now. That's awesome, man. Yes, sir. Well, that can be a little bit of an artistic inspiration for you, even though that it would be something that I wouldn't even think about until I actually hear it in one of your songs. For sure, man. You're hella inspiring. Everything that you got going over there, man. Like, I see your posts. I see your hard work. I see your work ethic. So. I try, man. I really do. Yeah, for sure. You do a good job. I appreciate that. Likewise, you know, you've really, you're starting to grow your brand. You're starting to get your, your, your music out there and you post that your music is on a couple different continents now, which is absolutely awesome, man. Like, you know, just a local kid from Baltimore County, you know, Trying to make Baltimore it bigger. City. Baltimore City. I'm sorry. Baltimore I'm sorry. City. Yeah. Baltimore City. No, I'm. Even though some people want to tell me I'm not from the city, I'm from the city, born and raised my whole life. I've lived in the city all 30 years. I've been alive. We'll just get that fact out there. Absolutely. That's. <laughs> my part. And, uh, you know, I I didn't know that you know we knew similar people. I know that you played baseball with my brother-in-law Mark, and he told me how good of a guy you were. Just you know, on on his own accord and having his dealings with you over the years. Right, yeah, Mark's a great guy, man. He's a great pitcher, too. We had yeah. a lot of fun. He, he, he's he's doing his thing, though, over at uh, Coons Ford now. He's he's one of their managers, and he's he's really helping that uh, dealership out tremendously. That's awesome, man. Congrats to him. Yeah, man. So you got any other uh, – videos coming out for your album you know or are you gonna cut it off at the three mark nah we gonna keep it going man I, I like my plan is i'd like to to do a video to all all 10 of the songs be honest with you i got a couple that are in the works right now that were in the filming stage so i'm looking to maybe drop another one next month um but just the rest of this year i'm not sure how much more audio i'm gonna release this year uh just might just keep on releasing visuals and maybe do a video like each month off my project I think that's that's the route we're looking at right now. You don't think that that's going to take much work in a in a, such a short time span? Oh hell no, man. We work. I understand that. Yeah. But I just I just know that creating a, vid- a music video isn't just going on location with a camera and singing. I know there's got to be the creative element, and there's got to be you know what makes sense, and then you got to do the pre-production, the post-production. The editing, making sure everything runs smoothly together. Well, let me let me let me put it in perspective for this, man. So roll one. You, you saw that video, right? Absolutely. That was one of my more, um, I guess. Um, I don't even know the word I'm looking for. Uh, craziest video that I've done, because one, there was two different versions to it. My engineer, my uh, my video guy from starting the script to releasing the video was 29 days. 
we worked on it for 29 days and put a hell of a lot of work into it. We didn't know what we were walking into going into Calta, into that facility. We didn't know what anything looked like inside of it. So we had to do everything on the spot. We were in there for an hour. All the shots we got in there, we just improvised. It was on the spot. So, you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's just, it's just like that. And when, when you work together with somebody really well, it's kind of, it's, it's real easy to be creative on the spot like that. Wow. Okay, so you didn't like rehearse or, or map it out or anything. You just went with what you were feeling, you know. We went in there, man. We had no idea what we were walking into, man. Like we we, we went in there and the first it was kind of funny because I had just bro- broken out some brand new white Nikes I've never worn, not a single day in my life. I'm going up there. The very first thing they do is they say, "Here, step in this," and it's just this green liquid that's got to kill the mites off my shoes because I'm walking into a medical grow facility, and I'm like, "In these nice and white new white Nikes, I don't think I'm walking that." You know what I mean? Like that was the, that was downhill from there. But no, it was a great experience, and um, like I said, the the videos I got coming out are going to be very similar um, creatively, and it's it's going to be dope, man. I'm excited. Have you thought about? filming any of your your future videos on locations in Baltimore City. Yes. Yeah, we got that coming up soon. Um, it's going to be uh, one of my January songs that I'm releasing. It's going to be that. I know that you keep things tight to the vest. Yeah, for the most part. People say that I like to um, promote a little early and I like to, you know, have the anticipation kind of building up. So we'll see. Maybe I'll stop that. Maybe I'll just start dropping shit. Hey, if you ever need an extra video, I'll come through. My man, I appreciate that. You know, it's cool that you you want to incorporate your hometown in your music and use it as an inspiration, and then you want to show your fans different locations they might never been to or that they frequent. And it's like, oh man, I go there all the time. Or hey, he's in a part of the city I've never seen before. So for you to you know have something in the works, as, I mean, I know it's going to be a little bit colder in January, but the fact that you're going to put yourself out there and make that creatively work is a, is a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. We got to actually shoot it really soon. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mom. Nah, I don't want to really get into it too much, but Uh, no, I know. I I was going to give some, give some shit away. We'll wait. We'll wait on it. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I respect, I respect the creativity because I just know when it comes to creating content and uh, keeping things close to the best, I, you know, I get some really cool guests that agree to come onto the show. And then it's like, I want to tell everybody, but then it ruins the surprise and the anticipation. And then when I've released somebody's name and, and then it's like, Oh, I get this, you know, immediate eyeballs because it's coming out in two days and not two weeks to where I feel like the hype is going to die. Right. I feel that. Is that do you ever do you ever struggle with that like after you're done making a song or a video and you're like man I want to put this out right now as opposed to oh I got this slated for a release in January and I just finished filming and it's August September Is, does it ever mess with you all the time man like all the time and um I said this on a bunch of different podcasts a bunch of different interviews I've done a lot of my songs from me writing them to recording them to releasing them sometimes takes a year oh. So aside from Rockstar and like that, two of my better singles that I've released that I, I've recorded and make up mix, you know, I've released pretty much in a month or two. Aside from that, I sit on songs just to make sure that they're really good, make sure that they fit my standard. And then if I don't like them, they never get released or they they get put on the back burner, put them that way. I remember you uh, 
Let us open with Rockstar on the last interview. Yep. That was a really good song. I actually got some good feedback from a lot of uh, different people. And a few of my friends who are hip-hop heads immediately asked who you were. I was like, well, you can listen to the episode, and then you can go check out his music or vice versa. But he's got some good stuff coming out. And I know for a fact that you allowed me to use Rockstar. And they were like, he didn't have a problem with that. I was like, dude, they gave, he gave me the cut to put on the, the podcast. So it's cool that, you know, you let your fans listen, you know, get a glimpse of your music while you're also promoting your thing, your uh, new album. For sure, man. We just did that with 5am too. Always, always love, man. Absolutely, man. So I know that you got the, you know, straight out of Coronacation, which is a cool ass name for, for a, a, a new album. A new album. Thank you. Know. You. Um, are you doing any other projects? Uh, do you have any involvement with anything that's going on in the city right now? Or is it, are you keeping a lot of that stuff under wraps? You talking about project as a musically or yeah, musically? Um, right now, I'm not focused on necessarily projects. So I'm, I'm gonna be promoting this one, and then I'm just gonna be dropping some singles and re- keep them recording. Um, not saying I'm not gonna you know be creating another album here shortly, or you know an EP, or even a duo duo album with another artist, because that's something I've been looking into. But just right now, I'm focused on singles and visuals too. That's cool. Um, I I know that you know the Baltimore hip hop scene is kind of going under a resurgence right now. There's a couple of different people on that front. Uh, have you been approached by any other musical artists to collaborate on anything or are you really just kind of staying in your own, own lane right now in terms of um, productivity? I got a couple artists that, that have come to me um, locally and we have some collabs in the work. A couple of them are already done, just waiting to be released. Uh, one of them, I have a video that's going to be coming out too with a local artist named Dre Thompson. He's a good, good friend of mine, and um, he's actually one of the guys that gave me one of my first show opportunities that I'm going to be always thankful for. But uh, we have a really dope song coming out that we're going to be dropping a video to, and uh, people are going to like that one a lot. When you collab with certain artists, or just any artists in general, do you try to make it even for the amount of bars in a song, or do you try to just say, like, hey, they invited me, so I'm going to give them a couple bars, and it's really their song, or do you try to make it more of a... Cl- a collaborative effort to where if the song's three and a half minutes, you guys at least get a minute 45 apiece. I guess it's all depend upon the artist, man. Like I've had artists that have hit me up with their own song and just been like, Hey man, like there's an open verse, you know, write something to it and feature on my song. And at that point I'm at the mercy of whatever they gave me. And then I've had other artists that we've went into the studio together and we've made a song on the spot. So then usually if that's the case, it's normally going to be half and half. But like the the first scenario, you know, and I said, I don't really have a, a say if, if the guy's just like, hey, man, like, here's this really dope song. I feel like you would fit on it. It is what it is. Do, do you prefer the collaborative approach as opposed to just being called and say, hey, I got an open verse, like you just said? Do you prefer the, the creative minds coming together as opposed to being the final piece of somebody else's project? I don't mind either way, man. Either way is cool with me. Um, I like going to the studio. I like making music with people. But then I'm also, you know, very um, innovative. I'm on, I'm an on the spot type of person. Somebody sends me something and I've never heard it before. I'm going to be able to come up with something really quickly. And it's going to sound super dope. So either way, man. Just kind of seeing where you're at with it. For sure. No, man, I like for real, either way, like it doesn't really matter to me. Um, I, I'm kind of easygoing, laid back, whatever type of dude, so... As long as the music's going to get out there and the people are going to hear it, I'm, I'm down for whatever. 
Absolutely. It seems like you're in a good spot in your life in terms of your career because I know the last time we talked, we kind of touched on some things that were a little bit uh, leaving a sour taste in your mouth, but it seems like you're way past all that and you got this clear-cut vision and your clear-cut creativity, and it seems like straight out of coronation was the exact result of you having positive, clear headspace. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. Like, that that project was really fun for me. Um, going back to the last interview, like I said, I incorporated a couple different genres into the project. Being able to step outside my comfort zone and, and, and incorporate rock and pop into this project and, and fuse it with hip-hop, it was just real fun. Something I'd, I'd definitely consider doing again. Um, there's a good buddy of mine that's in a local country band that wants to do a song with me, a little country hip-hop blend that I'm looking into doing, man. It's going to be real fun. We, we've been talking about that, actually, for about two years now but we need to make that work. And then another one of my really good friends wants me to do an EDM hip hop blend. I think that one would be cool too. Like techno, like the rave type music, the heavy bass line with like the dubstep pretty much. You ever heard of dubstep? Absolutely. Yeah. Something like that. That's good, man, that you're open to so many different musical genres. And me personally being a hip hop fan and a, country fans or see you work with the country band that would definitely uh pique my interest personally and i i'm a fan of a lot of uh hip-hop artists that cross over into country i know that nelly's done it and uh he's done it with quite a few different people over the years and jason Derolo and all those guys have done it with florida georgia line but you definitely need to do something with country i think that would be Awesome, especially with your flow. You have the flow that could pretty much go to any beat. Like you said, you can write something on the spot and make it sound dope. I think you, I think you would knock it out of the park with a with a country uh, single on your next album. I think so too, man. Um, I don't necessarily know about the album, but maybe as a single. But um, it was uh, my, one of my very first bands that I enjoyed. Uh, my parents told me when I was younger was Brooks and Dunn. I was a real big Brooks and Dunn fan, and um, I actually got, or my parents got them to sign, uh, send me a signed um, t-shirt, or signed uh, piece of paper or picture, and then like a shirt and a hat, like a cowboy hat. It was pretty dope, man. I saw I saw Brooks and Dunn down the M&T Bank Stadium about ten years ago when they were opening for Kenny Chesney. Okay. And they were honestly one of the better live performances I've ever seen. They were they were really good. And I'm just hoping that this coronavirus stuff stays out of the way because I'm going to see Garth down the, the stadium in, in October. Dope, dope. Yeah, man, I'm hoping it stays away too. Yeah, man. Um, look, man, I want to thank you for, you know, taking some time to enjoy, you know, our second go around at this uh, interview stuff. And I really appreciate you, you know, kind of breaking down your creative process for the album and for the videos. You're, you're one of the more open people when it comes to your craft that I talk to. And it's just enlightening because it, it kind of gives my listeners and myself a little bit more of an insight into what you go through and what you put yourself through to get a album done and a single done and a music video because it, it, it all involves the same thing but different kind of work. For sure. I'm a pretty transparent person, man. Um, I just was actually featured um, with the Maryland Leaf magazine as the patient of the month for the cannabis um, scene here in Maryland. 
And um, one of the things that I, I told uh, the guy when, when he was interviewing me is um, he asked me, what's the difference between Greg Myers and, and Double G? And I said, nothing, man. Like, I'm, I'm transparent. You know, what you see in real life, what you see in my music is me. What you hear in my music is me. And, you know, I wouldn't ever want to trans, you know, try to be somebody that I'm not or, you know, try to make somebody, you know, feel some type of way about me. Like when that's not the truth, like that, that's just something that a lot of artists, I feel like, try to do. But it doesn't end up working out well for them in the end. And like, as long as you stay true to your plan, stay transparent. I mean, there's really nothing that get in your way. And that's kind of the motto that I've had. And that's that's something I was up earlier and is honestly slipped my mind. What did your boss at the um, medical cannabis shop say when you made the, the that uh, that article as the patient of the month? Was that like a uh, did that provide a little bit of a lift to the shop that you work in? I say a little bit, man. Like uh, he he was pumped. He came back. And he was like double G, my man. You know, like give me some props and whatnot. That was dope. Um, and then um, you know, a couple like a bunch of the the patients that have come into the to my job. Um, it's a free magazine that you can pick up at any dispensary, any, um, any CBD shop, you know, like vape shops around, uh, around the, the state. And, um, so a bunch of patients have come in and asked me to sign it. So they're like, Hey, can you, can you go back and get Greg so and come out and sign it real quick? I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I got you guys. It's, it's humbling, man. A lot of my employees have been, you know, walking around showing patients and being like, Hey, he's uh, he's one of our inventory guys. He's, uh, he's a really cool guy and all this. And it's cool, man. I, I, I like it. That's great, man. Again, where can my listeners find all your uh, music and your videos and the, the stuff that you've been releasing? What are some of the platforms? Yeah, so I'm on pretty much any platform that you uh, that you listen to music on. Spotify, um, Apple Music, Pandora, Tidal, Google, YouTube. Um, I'm on all pretty much all of those streaming platforms as Double G. Then you can find me on SoundCloud, um, YouTube, Instagram. Facebook, uh, Twitter as double G four one Oh, all spelled out. Um, YouTube's where all my videos are going to be, um, including the commercial that I just shot for my album, uh, straight out of chronication, just did my first commercial that's out, out on my YouTube right now. So go check that out. And, uh, yeah, man, we're just working hard trying to get these visuals out for the rest of the year. And I feel like, you know, it's going to boost us up going into 2022. Well, that's great, man. Uh, I wish you continued success and, uh, I hope everything goes well for you for the rest of the year. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You too.